everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dermatologist Talk: Science of Beauty. I'm Dr. Tio Wan Lin, and today we're going to kickstart a series under science and sustainability. Now, this topic is particularly close to my heart because my training as a medical doctor is based on science, and at the same time, I am also Personally, very、um, enthusiastic about sustainable practices,、uh, but I also critically evaluate these practices on my own,、uh, based on my scientific knowledge. Now, it may seem intuitive that science and sustainable practices go hand in hand, but there seems to be a few issues that have arisen. Over the last few years, which have gotten my attention, and、uh, one of these topics、uh, relates to the consumption of animal-based products,、um, and we're going to talk about dairy in this episode. This is a topic I'm excited to hear more about. I've always wondered about the link between dairy products and how it affects our skin, so it will be interesting to hear more about the science behind that. I also know that you've recently had a pretty major change to your diet. Can you tell us more about the philosophy behind that? Now, since the start of the COVID nineteen pandemic, I personally made the decision to eliminate animal based products from my diet. I still consume seafood, fish,、um, in small amounts, but I subscribe to a predominantly plant based diet. Animal products, dairy. Um, meats I have completely eliminated. Now the reason for my decision was primarily because seeing the way the COVID nineteen pandemic started and panned out.、Um, from a scientific perspective, I feel very strongly that as long as we continue to、uh, farm animals,、um, if we、uh, invade the habitats of other creatures. And、um, you know, continue to consume meat. We are fueling an industry that will no doubt produce more pandemics. Nature herself is an ecosystem, and an ecosystem is one that is sustainable on its own, and that's the beauty of it. Science isn't. A、uh, philosophy. Neither is it、um, a concept that is derived from someone someone's ideas. It is truly the study of what is around us, making observations, logical deductions, analysis, and these findings are then applied to say the development. Of new interventions that are beneficial for the for the ecosystem, for mankind, for other species. Now, I feel that from an ethical perspective, there is a lot of advantages in in us subscribing to a plant based diet as well. There is clear evidence that mammals feel pain, emotions. And it should not be our、um, goal as mankind to merely treat our fellow creatures on this earth as commodities. 
So we certainly don't own any species, and simply because we um, are the, um, you know, I guess the, the dominant civilization on Earth doesn't mean that we ought to act in an authoritarian manner, um, but rather be seen as guardians of what nature has bestowed us with. But at the same time, I am fully aware that my recommendations um, are to be solidly grounded in science and I feel that there is indeed a meeting point between these two. That's so insightful, I totally agree. I think the pandemic really should be a wake-up call and we should be more conscious about our actions and practices on this earth. Moving on, can you introduce us to some of the topics you're going to cover today? Can you explain more on the science behind how dairy products affect our skin? So more on that, uh, milk-derived amino acids, proteins, they actually promote insulin secretion and cause the uh, insulin-like growth factor IGF-1 synthesis uh, by the liver. This itself is um, regarded as a driver of acne as it stimulates the uh, growth of the skin follicles, the epithelium, and also keratinization and um, the retention of the dead skin cells on the surface of the skin. Study of genetics about IGF-1, the differences known as polymorphism, has also been shown to increase one's tendency to develop acne. Now, there have been several 
observational studies internationally published about dairy intake and um, you know children in adolescents and young adults. And um, the main uh, concern is certainly because of the different ways these studies are performed. Um, so there could be what we call methodological flaws, including uh, biases and um, you know inappropriate sort of weighing of results and uh, skewed estimates. But um, in this uh, latest journal uh, meta-analysis. It has overall concluded that all this information uh, being taken in totality does suggest the role um, that uh, dairy consumption has in uh, acne is a significant one. Now, for all the proponents of um, you know the the controversy that dairy may or may not uh, worsen acne, I think the uh, bulk of the evidence now, uh, based on the meta analysis, actually points towards the fact that yes, regardless of how you analyze it and taking into consideration what we call interstudy variances and uh, including statistical uncertainty that's been built into the model, um, it is conclusive that all this data points towards a definite link between dairy consumption and acne uh, development. Well, there you have it. From the science, we can see that dairy does play a role in acne development. Moving on, can you tell us a little bit about how your recent experiences with the pandemic that is still raging on now has changed your outlook on life and work? Now, I think it's very important uh, for us at this point of time in um, you know, mankind's history when we are coming to grips with the fact that uh, we're not alone in, in this world and you know, monopolizing uh, every single thing on, on Earth simply because we, we are dominant species. Um, because the COVID pandemic has literally uh, caused many, all of the industries to um, grind to a, a stop with the circuit breaker and lockdowns imposed worldwide. And undoubtedly, when you go into the signs of how pandemics start, you, you first have to consider the fact that it's across species and is coming from the animal kingdom. But uh, the, the, way, the way nature works is such that, you know, we, we should not even be exposed to um, these creatures carrying these uh, microorganisms um, and in close contact. So uh, something is clearly wrong when, um, you know, the, uh, species like the bat host um, viruses that they are, you know, able to tolerate in their immune system and they have evolved uh, to be able to uh, combat these viruses, it crosses over to mankind. And to be honest, if we were to predict where the uh, next virus or um, you know, deadly pandemic will arise from, it would be certainly, again, from the animal kingdom. And um, even with the current uh, COVID situation, we know that mutations will continue to occur when they uh, cross-infect other species. So the logical thing to do really is to consider if we are able to eliminate um, inappropriate farming practices um, or even our consumption of animal meat and animal-based products. 
I see. Well, tell us more about the science behind heading towards more plant-based food in our diets. Now, I feel that the increasing body um, of evidence in scientific literature points towards plant-derived uh, antioxidant, nutraceutical-rich uh, foods rather than animal-based products. Now, the need for vitamin B12 uh, for protein can be obtained uh, via either supplements, because vitamin B12 is actually synthesized. And the animals themselves, the, the reason why animal meat, uh, animal products contain vitamin B12 is because the animals themselves synthesize it. So it can be uh, obtained in fortified cereal, in almond milk, for example. And protein, there is just so much evidence that plant-derived sources of protein, um, such as beans, chickpeas, they actually are a lot more nutritious, calorie for calorie, um, in terms of its nutrient density compared to animal-based protein. Now, the case for uh, eliminating dairy, again, an animal-based product, um, it stems from first, uh, you know, the scientific realization that we uh, do not uh, see benefits for the skin uh, when when you are consuming dairy. Now, second is of course the the great cruelty that the dairy industry um, subjects the animals to. You know, I think COVID nineteen has caused a lot of us to reflect on how sustainable our lifestyles are, and. Um, you know, the very realistic thing is when we were all under lockdown, a lot of people started growing their own food. You know, if you have access to a garden or if you do vertical gardening, I think that gives you a little bit more confidence uh, when you are growing it yourself. Uh, but when you think about how sustainable meat products are or even milk, in order for a cow to produce milk, and many people, including myself, uh, seem to conveniently overlook the, the science behind that, um, the cow has to first get pregnant. And the milk that's produced by a lactating cow is actually not meant for humans. It's meant for the baby calf. So artificial insemination occurs in dairy farms, clearly in a, a, a brutal way, if you want to think about anyone of um, you know, mankind undergoing that sort of procedure is, is actually assault. And not just that, when the cow is lactating, uh, in order for dairy farms to harvest that milk, they actually need to forcibly remove the baby calf from their mothers so that the milk can be reserved for uh, milk production and sale. I feel that if we were to confront ourselves with this reality, then it, it becomes extremely painful to support such a brutal process. Now, other ethical dairy farms, I think there are various organizations um, looking to the welfare of animals that have done lots of research is available publicly. And, um, you know, the reality is with the COVID pandemic, um, a lot of these things uh, become unnecessary. And, you know, if you're going to talk about the nutritional value of milk, uh, I feel that, uh, you know, we have long 
advocated for babies, for children,、um, for toddlers、uh, of the uh, milk um, consuming age group to actually take breast milk. And cow's milk itself, and now we know that it contains so much fat, and it's also full of these、uh, proteins that trigger off IGF one. And IGF one is a pro-inflammatory、um, uh, mediator that actually stimulates and worsens acne formation. So I think. In totality, there is a lot of science that drives us to make this ethical decision of turning away from dairy. Now, I have to say that I was a big dairy fan all the way until、um, mid twenty、uh, twenty, in the midst of the pandemic, when I、uh, did my personal research into the ethics of. Um, you know, animal farming and、uh, our relationship with animals, and and I realized that you know this was something that I could not foresee myself continuing to do. So I naturally turned to alternative sources of milk: soya milk, almond milk, and if you look deep into the literature for the. Benefits and nutritional benefits of these plant-based milks. You realize that there are a whole lot more nutraceutical, bioactive compounds than you find in animal-based milk. And to finish off, what are some superfoods that we can include more of in our diets? Polyunsaturated fatty acids, for one, contrast directly with the saturated fats present in animal-based products. And the good thing about polyunsaturated fats is that number one, it helps us retain a healthy skin barrier. Number two, it also helps to increase our source of good cholesterol and lower our source of bad cholesterol. And all these play a huge role in the prevention of. Uh, metabolic diseases like diabetes and、uh, hypertension, cardiac disease. So, I mean, that aside, I think it's important to understand the inherent value of incorporating plant-based products as opposed to animal-based products in one's diet. The main thing、uh, is that every single plant. I know of contains some level of antioxidants, and antioxidants, as we know, are the key to preventing the aging processes from accelerating. Now, I wouldn't say it prevents aging, but、um, having a high exposure、uh, to antioxidants in your diet will protect you in many ways from、um, inflammatory processes and also intervene in the process of. Carcinogenesis, which is cancer formation,、uh, which develops as a result of the body being unable to、um, repair damaged DNA, causing the、uh, mutated cells to proliferate. Well, that's it for this week on my podcast, Dermatologist Talks Science of Beauty. You can follow me on my Instagram at Dr. Tio Wan Lin, and remember to follow us for the latest podcast updates on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.